0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I hope everybody has had a beautiful week. I hope that you have found a way to embrace the challenges that surround you, because it's those challenges that make you a better person, and they are necessary. I hope the sun is shining. I hope the birds are singing and the wind is at your back. I have a remarkable individual with me today, the one and only Benedict Mannix, a beacon of healing and transformation with three decades of experience as a psilocybin retreat facilitator. Benedict specializes specializes in the profound intersection of childhood trauma and the mystical world of psilocybin. Hailing from the vibrant landscapes of Jamaica, she's a holistic therapist whose essence transcends the physical and delves deep into the realms of the mind, body, and soul. Her therapeutic approach rooted in the wisdom of Rogerian therapy radiates empathy and unconditional positive regard for her clients. As a transgenerational therapist, Benedict discerns the intricate web of generational patterns, diligently guiding her clients toward healthier, more empowering paths. Her toolkit extends to the art of sophrology, a practice that intertwines the body and mind, harnessing breathwork, gentle movements, muscular relaxation, and visualization to foster profound self-connection and consciousness. Not only is she a practitioner, but also a dedicated teacher, imparting her wisdom through the corridors of the Sofro Academy specialist program, addressing anxiety, depression, and phobias. Her heart's focus, though, is on the profound domain of childhood trauma as the endeavors to pin a book illuminating how sophro- sophrology can mend the wounds of the past. Benedict's journey isn't confined to therapy rooms alone. She's a guardian of transformation at global festivals, expertly steering individuals through challenging psychedelic experiences, turning them into opportunities for healing and growth. Her presence has grace-renowned festivals such as the Boom Festival, Africa Burn, Earth Dance, and many more. With a heart enriched by core values of gratitude, freedom, sincerity, self-awareness, respect, empathy, and boundless love, Benedict <laughs> embodies the essence of transformative healing. Thank you so much for being with me today, Benedict. How are you? um um, yeah i'm very
1: good um yeah i'm I'm surprised about (laughs) i'm very surprised about uh, hearing all this about myself (laughs) that's
0: a lot yeah well i think it's it's an awesome story it's
1: a life journey yeah it's a life journey that uh, that i say that I've started before before me before as a as a transgenerational therapist of course my 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 history started a long way before myself and uh, and today i'm the results of uh, all this life that uh, and i was i understood uh i o s cassation that i had in the amazonian forest about this but that was like completely the results of of uh, of all this journey that I've had, all this trip that I had, all the visiting, all this country traveling for years and years, like in Asia and everywhere. Um, yeah, everything makes sense today. That where I am at now in my life and all everything that have happened. It's it's great. It's it's always, uh, you know, that's that's when we have a hard time in life. It's always difficult to imagine that this is the best that can happen to us now. And but when we look back, we say, "Oh wow, this is this is we were exactly where we were needing to be, and uh, to learn the lesson where that we we needing to be where we are at now." That. Uh, so yeah, no regrets. Just like uh, yeah, I'm I'm blessed to have had the life that uh, I had, and very blessed to be able to be in Jamaica to do legally what I love to do, helping people and uh, with the help also of psilocybin. So yeah, I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. um I'm, I'm lucky to be like meeting all these people that are teachers also that for me it's uh, you know every time it's uh, i'm grateful for the lesson that people are are offering me that uh, yeah
0: i agree it's Before we got started up, we talked a little bit about your journey. You you have been throughout the world and it seems that wherever you travel to in the world, you were learning different lessons. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your background in traveling and some of the things you've learned.
1: Um, I've changed my mind about something that, you know, before I was saying that psychedelics saved my life. Uh, India saved my life. Today, I can say that I've saved my life. And I say it because I want to pass the message, people save their life, nothing else. And that's important to know that, to take the responsibility of it. And I'm talking about India because there was, a. I I travel all over the world and and India was a place where I find really love, like that uh, people not having anything else than just love to give. And and love that I received it. that there was there was a beautiful journey too. So I guess that that you know that I've i started to see life a different way was uh, you know was my multiple travel in Asia. And also that my multiple travel in the psychedelic world. <laughs> That's starting very young and just, like, self-medicating myself. Because I, I realized today that, yeah, that this is, like, this psychedelic world is a, is kind of a territory.
0: Yeah.
1: And and that's, for me, that today to see where, where psychedelics are today, like, specifically today, how it's the explosion that, you know, and it's... Uh, I, I believe that this is a territory that uh, is a, a huge space with no limits that can't be contained. So studying psychedelics have limits, not the psychedelic itself. <laughs> that's a study that you know, for me that you know, like trying to study something that is lim- like uh, that 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 can't be yeah. That, that that's uh, That's that I I can see the limitation in it, and uh, but it's interesting and important that. uh, So I don't know if I've really answered your question. That uh, I've I've traveled. I travel like uh, a lot, and I'm still traveling. That I'm French, so I I started in France, and uh, Mm. I yeah I live in Jamaica now since six years, and I work here. Uh, um and every every culture every 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 culture every people's a new lesson for me that you know that uh, each country of uh, like i was saying that here in jamaica i learn respect that's a, yeah that's a a nice word that they they love to use and yeah you know, the pride the respect so um, I love this uh, Jamaican pride and respect that they have, and I'm learning from it. So it's, uh, yeah, every day, every day is a lesson.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. You've been in so many different places. And sometimes in the world of psychedelics, we often talk about this idea of set and setting, you know, making sure that you're in the right space or that you have the right tools around you. What do you think about different cultures? How do, how do, in your opinion, how do different cultures affect set and setting? Like we have different ideas about what's comfortable, relationships and family. Have you noticed some differences and some similarities in, in using psychedelics in different parts of the world? And how, how does culture play an effect on that?
1: Uh, uh. I'm gonna answer something. I don't know. if That's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, that's you know that that's making me think about Ayahuasca mm-hmm. and about my experience there, traveling in South America and seeing like lots of people coming out of uh, like like Ayahuasca uh, retreat or Ayahuasca journeys and to uh, what. And I've just popped up like uh, studies about uh, talking with some someone about it. I believe that taking ayahuasca for Western people is very different than taking ayahuasca when you're in a tribe. You know, you know the shaman since you're born. You're part of this tribe. You hold all the support that, and ayahuasca is already in your DNA. Like compared to like a Western person that is going to come, like take ayahuasca for the first time and don't really have like the psychological and mental and emotional support of the tribe, and I've seen so many people being more disturbed before after than before that you know that ayahuasca can bring like so many questions that, you know, that can overwhelm you and, uh, and and you can get lost, more lost than before. So to answer your question that I definitely think that, uh, yeah, we are Western people and Ayahuasca is uh, for indigenous people. And that's important to be conscious of this, like really the certain settings and uh, and and the surrounding and the people that 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 can contend the 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 even after the journey, that how you are you using it, what you going to that's that's the integration, that how are you going to integrate this experience in your in your life and uh, coming out of it. And I'm not sure that uh, as Western people we have all the tools to to do it, and that can be disturbing. So, and specifically with ayahuasca, that I believe it's uh, not as gentle as uh, mm-hmm. psilocybin. For mm-hmm. me, like psilocybin is the gentle people, as the gentle people, they much much less challenging than ayahuasca. That can be like much more challenging. So, so yeah, the set and setting plays an important role. Um, In terms of of other culture, I was discussing yesterday with a a young person that she's studying uh, psychology and i was talking and she wants to specialize with autism and i was uh, speaking Mm -hmm. about this person that i met that uh, is uh, like working with psilocybin and psychedelics and autism Wow! and yeah very interesting and um and she was saying that during her teenage that they were having so much, and that's the that's, uh, United States, they were having so much message about drugs and about drugs enforcement and say no to drugs and and that, that she's saying that it's difficult for her to, to like see psychedelic that is a class one drugs. That you know, to now to have like to see it that you know, they've so much been brainwashed that it's bad, it's addictive, it's like you know, now to to kind of uh, you know, the change their mind about it that you know, they they they've been that's that they, they that have like a, a very Carrying like uh, a very negative, uh, um, um, how do you say the um, very negative uh, <laughs> um, name? Like I don't, I don't know how to say it. But uh,
0: yeah, Like a stigma. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So, so yeah, culture can can play the set and setting of culture can play important role that. Uh, on the drugs that are going to be used and are you using it, if it's like accepted or not, or yeah, definitely. That I can imagine for Asian person, it's going to be like more difficult. Like, I don't know, I've seen like Asian taking like psychedelic, it's like more, yeah. It's it's less accepted, and then I don't know. In my country, in France, there, uh, like you know, everybody, so many million people like smoking like hash. That you know, it's like something that's so common that you know. Or even here in Jamaica, like smoking ash, uh, you know, there is, yeah, there is, there is belief and and uh, yeah, every everywhere that uh, this is OK, this is not OK. This is like, you know, put you into category that, you know. So, yeah, that uh, I I believe so. What is accepted and not like in India that, you know, if you're a sadhu, you can smoke in the street and that, you know, and and, and you can have also like if you're not a sadhu, you can have like a, almost like a descent, like a like a death imprisonment, like a life imprisonment, that you know, for the same thing, like the same plant, like you know, that like, you know, say, Oh, I'm a sadhu, <laughs> I'm a sadhu, that you know, but one, one, it's okay, and the other one, that you know, you got to life imprisonment, that you know, where where is the logical there? And just like, yeah, for sure that. Uh, It's interesting that our drugs are treated like, and we call it drugs, like, uh, yeah, what's culture, what's okay, what's not okay.
0: Yeah. On some level, I think it's similar when we look at the way our ideas and our behaviors are kind of handed down to us through our family or culture. I think we start thinking about generational trauma, which you help a lot of people with. It's the same sort of patterns in our life whether it's negative talk inside the, the inner dialogue that we say to ourselves that maybe our parents said to ourselves or or maybe it's something that happened to our grandma or our grandfather but now it's been you know transmuted to us somehow and maybe you could speak to some of that i know you do a lot of work with transgenerational maybe you could define what that is and some of the things that you've noticed about it that's you know
1: what you just said that inscripted in our dna it's information and in our DNA so so basically maybe let's define trauma yeah because you know trauma is uh, so many people that say that you know I don't have any trauma mm. and 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 you know and I can say that we are all one way or another carrying trauma that we Unfortunately, I see, the, I see humanity and even more those last years that we have spent, That you know, we have... Uh... So, I, I always give an, an example about trauma. That's a terrible one, but you know, the 9-11? Yeah. Most of all the people remember exactly something about the 9-11. How what you were doing or what like you know so this is like a very traumatic event. So what is a trauma is that you can like picture something. It's it's a it's a memory that doesn't evolve. That's a stick memory. That's something that uh, that that is there. And this is not normal. If I tell you about uh, the twenty three. Uh, November, uh, you know, 2022, you know, you're not remember this, this, that's like less than a year ago, you don't remember anything. But if I tell you about the 9-11, you're going to remember something. Like, you know, something very clear, like if that was like present, if you were there present. So a trauma is that when that you are like then and there and not here and now so you here and now and here and now you are then and there and you can like you said like repeat the then and there different way but you know the same kind of scenario same kind of emotion and this is like a traumatic memory that's repeated and that can be passed on from one generation to the other I'm going to be more clear. I don't know if I'm very clear. A trauma, it's a memory that is coming from the past and it's still there in your present, that event evolved. This is a trauma. So, simple. I've been abandoned in the past and I've been abandoned by a parent in the past and maybe I can be abandoned... Today, by like a friend, a lover, uh, you know. So I'm going to re-experience exactly the same the same emotion. This abandonment, and that can be from like you know transgenerational. That you know this abandonment can be lingering in the family, or or that can be like you know sometimes what you see like you know that money problem that you know that things that 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 are repeated or or. Or, or abuse or 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 that that can be many things or just like maybe like trauma of omission is a, is a good one that not everybody knows like what is trauma of omission like is a lack of, of of affection lack of care that you know when when we not receiving enough uh, love and attention as a child that we all need. That we need to 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 live, to to survive. That's a, that's a, that's a survival. That we see that uh, children that don't receive care let themselves die. Uh, you know, there's extreme cases. Yeah. So so this is uh, you know this deprivation of of love, care, and affection. It's a it's a lot, and uh, and if like. Big consequences, uh, and and one of the biggest consequences often is that people use like uh, any addiction to to replace it. So you know, addiction as is a as is as is a big self medication for lack of of love often. That you know, for lack of uh, of of connection, you know, this. uh, and today we are so much disconnected that, you know, so much. So obviously, there are probably people having more and more addiction that one way or another. We got the super... (laughs) Right. This is like, you know, this is uh, replacing, like, you know, the connection that we can't have with people and we need it we need it to survive we are social animals
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so yeah uh, i don't know so we've defined like uh, trauma and uh, and about like like how, how it's passed on from generation to generation is just like, you know, just what we, what we leave And like you were saying, like limiting beliefs that uh, we have and, uh, and uh, how we grow, that are we enough or not? Have we felt enough, you know? And today, if you, if we were not enough as a child, like, you know, we saw not enough, uh, as an adult, I don't know, and that's what we live every day, and that not being enough, so not having self love, self confidence. And and that's all the th- things can be helped with psilocybin. That's a, you know, this is, a, this is a great tool. This is definitely a great tool that. Uh, had to help us to connect with with this part of us that's completely disconnected, this uh, child that we tend to push away, that we tend to ignore, and that is suffering, that is uh, like uh, self-medicating itself or just like forgetting that uh, there is this part of ourself inside us that's suffering, uh, numbing, numbing this part, this emotion part.
0: Yeah, it's it. When I hear it put like that, a lot of the people that I speak to, and my family, myself included, and a lot of people I care about, and, and and just in society in general, you see all these people with all these problems that we all have, whether it may be anxiety, depression, PTSD, some eating disorders, you know, whether you're getting too much or too little, or, but all of these seem to be a manifestation of hiding something, not wanting to think about something or repetitively not continuing to think about it without thinking about it in the right way. And it seems that modern medicine has been born out of this. It seems that a lot of the treatments that we have, like SSRIs and, and, you know, a lot of these addiction therapies that we have, they're never really meant for the individual to confront the problem that's bothering them. They're just meant to put a band-aid on it or for you to put it back in that box and push it back way down deep and not think about it anymore. And it seems to me through my experience that psilocybin especially has been a way for you to walk up to the problem and stare at it from a third person point of view and be like, oh, I get it. That you know what the problem is? I'm I have this silly song on repeat. Let me just move the record over here, you know, or. But it allows you to see the traumatic experience in a a light without judging. And when you as an individual do that, now all of a sudden you can fix your problem. No one else can fix your problem for you. And we've relied on that for so long. And people love each other and they care and they want to help people. But no one can begin to solve their problem truly until they solve it for themselves. And I think psilocybin... Allows an individual a safe spot to do that, right? Does that does that sound kind of accurate? What do you think about that?
1: hundred percent. That's completely you. <laughs> I love it. You you're right. Can I can I just summarize? Please. So, so allopathy is treating symptoms, and psilocybin is going to reveal the cause. And if you have the cause, the baseline, you can heal. Because because taking medication to hide the problem will never heal you. (laughs) That just like, you know, and the body is, you are not feeling good because your body is telling you, your body is talking to you. There is a problem here. I'm not happy. And that's your inner child that is saying, I'm not happy. So now you're saying to your inner child, shh, <laughs> but the inner child is gonna come back. It's gonna come back. And that's why, like, you know, people take like multiple medication and go back into other one and it never worked because because the the source of the problem is not solved and it's still like you know this this inner child is still like talking to you did i'm not happy you are there pushing me shutting me down and it's still like i'm still unhappy and anxiety is also that you know it's a it's a lack of resilience that you know you're not able to you know anxiety is fear yeah Fear of something that's uh, never gonna happen, is fear of uh, yeah, but that, that's fear of uh, of the of the, the non-existing thing, that all the multiple things that could happen that will never happen, and it's there, and we can't calm it because we're not have, like we disconnected. We're disconnected. So you know how I see things and how the the the, the company that I've created is called Sophrodelic. Okay. So it's a mix of sophrology that is like a technique that it's a guided meditation, dynamic guided meditation. Yeah, that's the and that that help you it's it's helped you a lot to deal with stress and that uh, help you to align body and mind and when I talk about the mind for me the mind is the ego is your cortex is your adult self is the persona what you have created to be accepted in this society since you're born this is the this is the adult self this is the persona this is the cortex, and so sophrology is connecting, helping you to connect the body and mind. And on the other side, you got the psychedelic, so that's why sophrodelic, you know. And on the other side, you got the psychedelic that's going to help you connect your inner child, and the inner child is the limbic system, is also your emotional brain. It's uh, all—it's your, your shadow, everything that you've been suppressing and hiding that is not negative. Because I don't see the shadow as something negative. I see the shadow of something very positive, where you've got all your gifts, where you, or you have your essence. But that have been suppressed by your family, by society, this is the shadow. That is not OK. That's not politically correct. You can't be yourself. What makes people suffer the most is just hiding themselves, pretending to be something they're not. Can you imagine how tiring it is to constantly, like, you know, just, like, reassess yourself to just pretend to be, like, something that, you know, to please others, instead of being, like, free, happy, and to be, like, feeling safe that I can be myself. It's okay to be me. And this is your child, this is your shadow, this is the, the inner child. And when you have like your inner child, that can be, that can be because your inner child is all the energy, all the emotion, all that, you know, all that what, what makes me happy and I know my needs. And when you've got your emotion needs that are aligned with your body and mind, you know, you're happy, you're free. And that's this disconnection this that makes people unhappy. And that's make this disease. Mental, physical, we're not aligned. we just like, we're not connected, we're unhappy. So the protocol and the work that uh, the protocol that I've developed is really to help people being conscious of this disconnection, and to give them tools to reconnect completely, body, mind, and soul.
0: So, mm. yeah, it's it, it it's an amazing time to to. Be alive and get to see this, you know, I I think it brings up another point that I find pretty fascinating, too. And it's this. There seems to be. A revealing of interconnectedness and unity on some levels in these heightened states of awareness, you know, when you when you find yourself at the peak experience, you get this realization that you're part of the whole. you're part of this whole organism on some level. And that's a really freeing thing to feel too. It's like, oh, you can take a deep breath from it and be like, oh, this is all me. That's all me, you know? That's an interesting concept to think about too and pretty healing it seems at times.
1: You know, yeah, that's something that uh, is very common when you have a psychedelic experience to experience the whole yeah. to experience the unity to experience and and as a as um, a witness of this of this experience you, you you know every time somebody tap into anything any any knowledge any deep knowledge that you know and they come back with like growing, you know, and so this is something that I, I believe that we all grow as as humanity, as one, we all we all evolve, we all evolve, and i i you know that's something that I have experienced recently in the last year. I, I, I see the human body as, a, like, very perfect uh, that can heal itself. Yeah, I'm, as a holistic therapist, like, you know, I really believe that we got everything inside us to to heal ourselves. And the body is white blood cells. And I see what you're describing, like, humanity, like, you know, as one big organism, like you're saying. And I can see that in this big organism, more and more people are raving like white blood cells. Like they, they healers, shaman, like you know, all these people that we, we you know the humanity of 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 so many we we, we are more and more like like you said having like anxiety, depression. But I I can I can see also at the same time raising all those people that want to come, like, like the psychedelics, that everything you can see that that there is a counterbalance that 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 is uh, happening to kind of help humanity that yeah, we we are getting disconnected, but mm-hmm. there is more and more people that are trying to to, to be there and 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 do something to 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 help other to reconnect so i'm very positive still i really believe that you know this this is this phase transition of you know we need to regress to integrate to progress so Mm. we can see that this is a regression in humanity but you know in therapy and it's often when people are going to stop the therapy is during the regression phase, because, you know, it's dark and like, you know, and you you think that, okay, like I'm not, I'm going nowhere and, but in fact, in fact, that's the best time because you need to have this regression to integrate the knowledge to, and to, to progress more and higher. So it's not like you know the 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 in therapy it's not linear. It's just like you know you come you start from zero and you go up and you say oh that's great and you regress and you go up and you regress. But when you regress, it's terrible. You think that uh, but but you know you're far away from where you started. So it's mm-hmm. still positive that you know we we doing much better as as human also and and I think that yeah this buzz of regression is gonna be very positive in the future I, I, love I it.
0: see it <laughs> yeah I, I think it's beautiful and it, it, I see the same vision when I I, I love the, the the metaphor and the way in which you describe it it in some levels it makes me think that it, it makes me feel as if the answer like you can change you can by being the change that you want to see in the world you know you provide other people with the options to take that same path the same way two positive charges can can change the charge of a negative nucleus around it two people that are positively making change they can change the other people around them by changing themselves and like that's the change that we see happening right now all these people that you were speaking about who have decided to become a more authentic version of themselves. By doing that, they're changing their environment, their relationships, and the way they see the world. And that's contagious. You know, and why why not? If we can look at health, when we look at a cold or the flu, we're like, oh, it's contagious. Why wouldn't health be contagious? The same way, the more of us become healthy, that becomes a contagious thing that infects other people. And I know we think about infecting as a negative connotation, but it doesn't have to be. Right, infecting someone with beauty and wellness is a good thing.
1: <laughs> that no but that I love it because you know that's exactly every time I'm consciously for me when I'm giving salusabin to people. It's just like you know, I see the maceum yeah. just like spreading, like you know, I'm giving I'm giving to you, but the love that you're going to yourself is going to be spread all around you and it's yep. just going to be like mycelium that's exactly what i see that you know you're completely agreeing with your vision that you know and i see it like in terms of mycelium yeah spreading love of course <laughs> of course that's what I, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what i'm trying to do like yeah, spread love like you know yeah <clears throat>
0: yeah (laughs) it's so amazing to me it's you know how do you we've touched on this a little bit but you know when when you when you meet with people and you talk to them and you're learning and you're helping and you're 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 discovering how, how do you think exploring your inner world through psychedelics can impact the way individuals relate and connect with with others like what do you think is the relationship there
1: you can only give what you receive what you have so i see it i see it a lot you know that i always say that uh, we're talking about self-love yeah. Oh, you need to love yourself, and i've I've always find it like very hard to hear this. Why don't you love yourself? It's just like you know that it's so painful and so terrible. if I was knowing what you're talking about that you know of course I would do it that you know you know it seems like love yourself it's 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 painful to hear this. To people, <laughs> that you know, that seems to be like so simple. So, what's beautiful is that I've seen so many time. I just remember there was like a few days ago, somebody just like you know, on psilocybin and just saying to me, like you know, and you feel ah. Oh, I love myself, I feel mm-hmm. so good, I love myself, that, you know, and you can see and feel that the person for the first time is just feeling it, experiencing this love that we are talking about. But until that, you know, you don't know what we're talking about. It's just and the example that uh, I'm using is that I like mean, I live in Jamaica, and there is aki. Aki is a kind of a fruit that you know. We I can describe it and describe how it tastes and everything until tomorrow morning, but mm-hmm. you know, until you're going to test it and yourself and knowing exactly how does it feel and you know, it's just just words. Yeah. It's you know, but and it's the same thing. Love yourself is just words. Yep. And and when you're going to be able to. Experience like really, like this love, this connecting with like this deep love and feeling it in every piece of your body, every cells of your body. Like you know, this uh, crazy sensation of 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 love or feeling safe or you know, completely just like and people laughing laughing that why am i like so anxious that life is so wonderful and feeling and you see like you know this 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 deep emotion that they having inside themselves like laughing about themselves laughing about life laughing about like how ridiculous it is to be so stressed and so stressed for nothing it's huge it's huge so this is an experience that now they can go back to, because now they know what yeah. they're talking about. They know where they have to like the path. This is a new neural pathway that have been created, and they can go back and tap into it. Now they know what it's filled to. and this experience, this love. Now they have it, and if they cultivate it, if they walk the path, you know, they can make it grow. And when they make it grow, now they got love, they got self-love, and now they can share it with others. And that's to answer your question. That's the way that you can share with others is that first to give it to yourself Mm -hmm. and to experience it for yourself. And that's the magic of mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms are not miraculous, but they magical. They help you, like you know, experience things that you've never experienced before, and that's great. That's that's wonderful, and I love it. I I love to see people like having this awakening of 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 emotion, of positive emotion, of positive love for themselves. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I I love the idea of of walking the path but first you have to create that bridge in your own mind it's it's so powerful to think and for those who have experienced like they know this overwhelming feeling of like wait a minute i'm a pretty awesome person wait a minute you know what i did some pretty good things and all of a sudden you build this muscle and that that's what gives you the strength to attract more of it into your life is it's so sad on some levels to think how we've been conditioned And I don't know if it's generational trauma or it's this world we're born into, but it seems that for so many of us, this idea of of self-love or maybe it starts with self-awareness and self-respect and self-love and it's all of it. But on some level, it's been conditioned out of us at a certain age. And to reconnect with that feeling is it's so wonderful.
1: Mm. The source, love, love source, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, and I think that uh, as, as a, a facilitator, as a person that holding a space, it's very important to, to convey it. You know, the way I work that, you know, that the protocol that I've, uh, I've created is that I'm embodying mother archetype and like, like. It's, it's important to like I said that uh, to the container to almost like help people to be in a warm and a safe warm mm-hmm. and to give and to provide unconditional love to the people that that are journeying so the the way I work is that you know for, for me that uh, the facilitator needs to be this 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 uh, Warm needs to be this uh, safe space. And the people can journey inside. That's why I call it also agnostic, is that you know, I don't come with my belief that, you know, I'm providing just a safe space. People come journey. They don't need any guide. They don't need any guidance. That's why I also did, you know, I don't use any psychedelics when I'm holding space for someone. Yeah. This is not my journey. Nobody needs anyone to journey with them. That, you know, that I'm there. I'm holding there and, like, you know, I'm there to 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 be there to just like a crutch. Like, you know, that if they need me, if they need to be safe, I'm there. But this is their own journey. I don't have to guide anyone where? Where am I going to guide you, you know? You're the only one that knows where to guide yourself. So this is important that people understand that, you know, one-day journey with psychedelics, they, they can tap in their inner guide. They tap in their higher self. They got it all. They need to trust themselves. And the person outside the facilitator is just there to like provide a container where they're going to be able to journey. And that's very important for self-empowerment, you know, that uh, because psychedelics help you to raise self-confidence and that's, that's, that's your journey. You can do it by yourself. And, you, you know, when you... And specifically that, you know, people having like a bit challenging experience that, you know, coming out the way that, you know, that, that they've, 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 they've done it, that, you know, and they know that they can redo it in, in, in normal life. So that's their journey. That's people's journey. That's people's healing. They come to heal themselves and everybody has the power to heal himself and yeah and as as what i do is just i provide a safe space where you can come heal yourself and tools to do it
0: yeah i i couldn't agree anymore i i sometimes i wonder with with all of the medicalization terminology being used with psychedelics sometimes i wonder if this container you know there's, there's a lot of people trying to find ways to profit from it and, and and use it as more of an institution than an instrument and i think when that happens when you when the instrument becomes the institution that's when the problems begin because it's no longer about the individual and their journey it's about the institution now and i'm wondering do you do you see that do you see the same sort of issue on the horizon where it's trying to be too medicalized?
1: Okay, let's be positive.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> let's be positive. You know, I definitely believe in psychedelics and the help that, and I'm gonna say something. People need to be responsible for their choice. Mm-hmm they need to be responsible for the facilitator that they're going to choose that's their journey that's their responsibility don't go like in anywhere with a facilitator or retreat or anything before like really questioning that you know the the the, the do is 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 this person is this place okay for me that's that's the responsibility of the people just check. Like, you know, when you're doing therapy with a therapist, just you have to, like, you know, to test your therapist. Is this person is safe for me? Is this person is, is able to understand me? Is this person is able and have the capacity and the tools to help me? You need to question all this. Yeah. So, going back to the medical world, some people need this. Some people need, you know, like I said it, for me it's agnostic. But some people are gonna need the shaman setting with the music, with the guide, they want a guide, they want the music, they want, they want this container because that's what yeah. they they think that they're gonna have the best experience being guided, being like in this container. And some people need a container was like a medical world because they will feel safer there. So, of course, of course, that the medical world is trying to... And it's going to be the same thing. Find the genuine and right person in every as a shaman as a, a doctor as a psychiatrist as a psychologist as a as as a facilitator as a guide whatever find the good person and the right person that's going to provide the right work that's going to genuinely did. what what's the what's the intention you know we Every time, like, you know, I'm going to ask you that you want to journey, what's your intention? You know, are we asking, what's my intention? I have an intention. I do have an intention doing my work. I want the world to be like, you know, a nice place where everybody is happy. That you know, where like, you know, like this, I'm going to feel safe. You know, if everybody is happy that, you know, there's no more reason to, you know, everything's going to be cool and we're going to live in, yeah, La La Land and like, you know, the Kerber the, the Land and yeah, and I'm going to be good and happy there. Hmm. That's my intention, helping people to live in a wonderful world. And if it's a utopia, that's cool. But it's that's my life, and you know, like every people that I help to be happy, that's you know, that's spreading mycelium, know, happiness and freedom, and just like, and that's great.
0: Yeah, I I I agree too. I, on some level, I I think that. I love the idea that there are different containers because I think the people seek out the container they need. Maybe they're drawn to that particular type of person in that particular area in that particular type of setting. Who are we to really judge what that person wants or needs? And mm-hmm. some people some people have the resources to go to this certain person and that, that's who they need to go to. Like if that's what they're being called, that's where they should go to. And it's it's wonderful to look at it from that perspective and spread mm-hmm. this idea of positivity, you know, and you know – Another area that people may not be aware of is this idea of harm reduction. And you've been great at it. You have done it not only where you are in Jamaica, but you've gone to different festivals. And I was wondering maybe if you could talk about this idea of harm reduction in different settings. Like how has some of the work been done at festivals that you see? Maybe you can speak about some experiences there. Uh,
1: That was the – yeah, I think that I can share this there (laughs) That was the – that i'm going to be i'm going to be mean but you know but that was like the, <laughs> that was like the 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 funniest experience that uh, so i was uh, at a festival and so the, the the person the they they took some ghb mm. and the 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 girl like was like feeling like really bad so her boyfriend said that, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give you a bit of cocaine for, for, for feeling better, and he messed up the packet and gave her some ketamine instead.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I have seen it. Sorry. I seen it
1: happen. Sorry. So, so you know, she was feeling like even worse. So, so he brought her like uh, to, and so. Yeah, this is this is like okay that that's, i I'm, I'm just I find it funny because you know I could imagine that my boyfriend doing this yeah. to me and just like how upset I would have mm. become that you know, but uh, so and um, yeah nothing and I'm not saying to take any drugs or anything right. or to mix anything together but I just like you know that's the thing you're doing harm reduction you're not there to judge. you're just there to provide like a safe space and and helping people to to that are overwhelmed that you know to 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 feel better to to feel safe that so i when when i was going to festival i was using lots of drugs so it did and i was getting older And I was just thinking that, you know, now, and and the the analogy I was seeing is that, you know, when you're in a tribe, and I was thinking the psychedelic Mm. tribes, that now it's time I'm getting older, it's time to take care of the younger Yeah without judging them, that we are there, we, we just like party and that's for sure that when you're going to a trans psychedelic festival, you're gonna want to take psychedelics and you're going to want to party and experience like you know uh drugs for recreational. And personally I think that there is benefit. Yeah. And using drugs recreationally like the same thing that you know in 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 the right set and settings that you know so it's important to help inform and to be there to to protect the younger people so that that's in this um frame of mind that you know I have to give back to the community to the psychedelics community because for me this is a work that needs to be done like volunteering that you know I'm older and I'm gonna take care of the younger and I'm going to 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 teach to. To I'm going to provide information to help, not judging, to be there and to protect. So I think that as society, I think that that's the way that we should deal with drugs, because that, you know, that's very simple. We're we using drugs. <laughs> you know, we do use drugs, so that's the thing that you know, just uh, drugs should be legal, any drugs. And be like protected and 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 informed and people that you know like there is no reason because we we see that all the problems are because it's not legal. That's that's when all the problems are coming because you know you're gonna have fentanyl like mix with the you know the but if everything is permitted, people can experience you know with. Uh, like in a safe in a safe way, like you know and and why why would we not be allowed to experience something if that's what we want, why we're we not free to experience what we want Th- that that doesn't make really sense, and when we see that you know like drugs like sugar, alcohol, and tobacco are legal drugs that um Having like worse side effect than all the other ones that you know and they okay, so I'm for legalization of all drugs and to like you know not punishing and more informing, giving information and helping people to experience in a safe environment so that that's 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 how the frame of mind that uh, i do I do risk reduction, no harm like, you know, that no judgment, no harm. Of course we're curious, of course we want to, to... And and yeah, that, that's a protected environment. And you can see that, you know, for 40,000 people, like, you know, in like crazy condition, that, you know, taking so much drugs and using so much drugs, there is not... Much like problem at the end, that you know, and I don't want to do like advertise that take drugs or anything. But this is like you know, this is uh, we human and we trying things, like you know. So it's better to try it like in the right condition, the right set and setting, the right drugs. So that's uh, that's my point of view.
0: Yeah, I I think it's I think it's wonderful. On some level, it seems that the psychedelic festival, be it a Grateful Dead concert or a music festival somewhere like this is a rite of passage that's been absent from the Western culture for so long. You know, it used to be that and still is in some areas that, you know, if, if you're going to have a psychedelic experience. If you're a Native American, you would have gone with an elder to learn how to use it. If you're in South America, like you said, you have a tribe of people that have a system, a ceremony, and a rite of passage where you understand, hey, here's here's a way in which I can not only interact with my environment different, but I can think different. But we don't have any of those rails around us. It's like, this is taboo, don't do it. So you know, and of course you can't tell someone not to do something. That's like saying don't think of purple elephants. You can start thinking about them, right? And so us as children, we go and we have these substances with no guardrails, but it is. I think that the, the idea of recreation on some level has taken is is taken out of context. It's almost ceremonial in a way. And when you do it, when you have this incredible experience with like-minded people, you really begin to see the world differently, you begin to think differently. and. Maybe maybe it's time we have an, an adult conversation about rites of passage and ceremonies. And that could be the first step in the legalization.
1: <laughs> I love it. No, no, I love it that you know that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty right? cool. I yeah, I always see that the world divided into the people that have taken psychedelic and the rest that, you know, it's I definitely I yeah, I believe. The question is that. Should everyone take psychedelics? Mm. My answer is do whatever you feel doing. Yeah, you know, if you think that psychedelics is not for you, mm-hmm. listen to yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you think that psychedelic is for you, I think as society we should provide, because nature provides psychedelics.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So as society, we should provide the safe environment Mm -hmm. for people to try nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a great quote. Great quote that says something along the lines of the things that you're interested in are interested in you. So if you find yourself thinking about psychedelics, good chance that they're calling you, you know. (laughs) For
1: sure. And you need to listen to yourself for sure. For sure that and people say that oh that you know that yeah that suddenly they say that i feel that and that i feel that it's time for me to try this and i am hearing it like often
0: it's interesting too i i was i've been speaking to so many fascinating people yourself included and you know, one of the one of the things that I have began thinking about is I've been speaking to a lot of scientists who are trying to discover like the mechanism of action in the brain. Like, wow, what, what's going on? Is it the 5H2A receptor? You know, they have all this research and all this knowledge and stuff. And the question that comes to mind with, with, for me is, is, you know, maybe mushrooms or, or some of these plant medicines are in fact neurotransmitters or just exogenous neurotransmitters. They're neurotransmitters that are out in nature that help us communicate with nature, that help us understand nature's language. And you know, I, I, do you think that that theory is too far out there? It seems on some level there's a linguistic or there's an exchange of information that happens when you're in these heightened states of awareness, especially on psilocybin for me. It seems to me that it allows me to interpret nature in a way I never could had I not had those. What do you think about that particular idea?
1: Mm, okay, I, I I just one idea pop up into my mind now because I've got literally maybe different theory. I believe that this is going to quieten some part of your your ego, quietening some part of your ego. So, you know, I, I, I see the, 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 sorry, I'm just going to turn this up. Um, oh, I don't know how to do Um, So, you have the, yeah, here you are. You have the limbic brain and the cortex, so like the adults, and so, and so, it's going to help you quieten your cortex and help you to connect with your limbic system and your instinct. So now, I believe that what we are able to do constantly, all the time, that we're not doing anymore because we are too much in our cortex, we're too much in our mind. We suddenly connected to nature just because we are very present, because it's 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 shut off, it's quietened. So you are in a big meditative state that allow you to just connect. I don't think that's really the substance that or, or, you, you understand what I mean. That's because it's 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 you got your your mind, your cortex sleeping. And that's you in the state that 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 is there constantly, but that 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 you know now it's amplified, and now you able to hear you're able to connect, you're able to but if you train it if you the more you train your instinct that's that's the thing for for people that uh, that that have been to lots of trauma and their childhood they have like this like more developed than others, that you know, like instinct, they got more more instinct. That uh, so, I believe that uh, it's there, it's there always, uh, always, uh, always there. That you know, and psychedelic can just like uh, make it more loud or, or 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 make you hear it more or more connected. But you don't need. Basically, you should not need like psychedelic to be having. I, mean, I believe that uh, animals are on psychedelic constantly. That in some ways, that you know what I mean. That we need it because we have lost this because you know this this connection. This brain is. Uh, I in 2020, I was supposed to go do like a conference about like uh, humans trained by machine and i was talking about adhd specifically and about the fact that you know with all the computer and everything that our cortex and 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 was more and more developed and that we were less and less connected to our emotion and to and that we were having to evolve to to Compete with a machine to like process like all the information. And for me, ADHD is not like a disease; it's more adaptation of the brain to to survive. It's a survival adaptation because to to treat like information. And uh, and we can see that that now it's even more more the the, the case. We are even more disconnected from. From our emotion after after whatever happened during the COVID, and we more connected with machine, we more like oh, we more connected to machine than to our instinct. Huh? That, uh, and that have a mm-hmm. visible impact on, on our brain. You know, our cortex and our like you know the shape of our brain, like inside, like completely modifies. Um, so. The fact that psychedelics like are more and more prominent in, in our society now, it's really because it's a need. We need to reconnect. We definitely need to reconnect like our mind and, and instinct. We need to reconnect to our instinct to survive. So that's the way I see it. It's uh, yeah, connecting with your instinct, helping you to connect with your instinct. To, to the to the soul to to your essence to yourself to 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 the to the all to that's what psychedelic does for me that for me but that for like for for that I think that psychedelic does for everyone
0: yeah, I love that i I, I had never heard anyone use that idea that ADhD and some perhaps some other issues like that are adaptations but it makes perfect sense like that's a great i never thank you for sharing that i've never heard that before that's beautiful i i can see that avenue it makes sense
1: that's yeah that's uh we we are in a time of transhumanism that you know that we, we our our brain is shaped by machine that you know we need to be conscious of it and specifically the young generation that you know the, our brain is like uh, kind of still neuroplastic and still like completely changing right. all the time. And, uh, to, and, and we need to be like really conscious of the disconnection with, with, with the soul.
0: It's interesting. I, th- I think you can, you can map it through literature. You know, if you look at the way in which our metaphors have become mechanistic, we use, we use mechanistic metaphors to describe nature so crazy right like
1: no but but it's that's 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 it is crazy that we are losing our soul this is crazy yes
0: yeah or ignoring it ignoring it and and, and then now we're back to the idea and that's why we're so disconnected yeah
1: and that's why we are more and more suffering from anxiety and depression in our society, that's completely the reason. Is this disconnection with the soul? <laughs> that that's so simple to understand for me. It's like uh, yeah. you know, very, very. And and where where the trauma is playing a role is that because you have lots of trauma and different like like developmental trauma, as that trauma in the childhood, like multiple trauma, multiple layers of trauma. And transgenerational trauma, mm-hmm. that you have less resilience. Yeah, you have less and less resilience to be able to heal, or to be able to go back to like this 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 place where you feel like happy, safe, in peace. And yeah, that's so. Uh, yeah, that that that's a conscious for me. That's really I am really consciously knowing what uh, what 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 I'm doing, and if I've created this protocol, is like really like everything everything that really sense for me that helping helping people that really reconnecting to 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 heal, like you know that helping them. That's in the connection and the consciousness and connection that, that you will find safety, healing, peace, love, helping people reparent themselves. There's so many, so many with that. You know, just like the fact that 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 uh, women have started to work. All this, the whole society that you know. So kids were not like you know able to. So it's it's like layers of trauma like the wars like the two big wars and everything yeah. and it like all the loss and that we carrying that and 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 now like you know this big trauma that have been like the covered and just like you know it's it's just like adding up piling up that you know and that uh, and yeah we need to to stop <laughs> and pause and reconnect
0: yeah It's interesting to to look at it from that angle and then try and, you know, if if we talk about earlier in the conversation, we talked about regression and then growth, regression and growth. And you can, if you look at that cycle inside yourself, you know, you can see it throughout the world. Or maybe you need to look at the world and then look at yourself. However you choose to, 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 to view that cycle, it's amazing to see where we're at right now. And if you think about it from a generational point of view, like we had this giant, inflow of baby boomers like this giant generation of people and they expanded so far but now this particular generation of people is they're getting older in age and in some ways if you look at all of us as an organism as humankind as an organism on an organism it's interesting to think about where we're at right now and all the calamities that are happening on some level we're getting to see a large portion of our body moving on or transforming in some way. So why wouldn't there be so much calamities right now? Why wouldn't we be on the cusp of war when we're looking at a generation of people who may be carrying unrealized dreams with them and they're they're coming to the end of this transformation? Like, why wouldn't we be at a crescendo right now, right? Like, it makes sense. (laughs)
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) Just a theory. Uh, There's a great book called The Fourth Turning, that begins to speak about people and generations and, and bridges of knowledge from one class to the next class. And it's almost ceremonial in its setting. But once you begin seeing the world like that, or whether it's through regression and growth, you can almost use that lens to see anything through. And it, in some ways, it helps to bring clarity to the situation on some levels. And I, I think it's a great way to do it. Like you, the same way psychedelics help you see yourself in a third-person point of view so too is it helpful to see the world we live in from a third-person point of view. And I think you can extrapolate some of the same sort of conditions happening. Oh, that's happening in my life. Of course it's happening outside of this life. It's, and in some ways, it's very fulfilling and therapeutic to be like, hey, it's not, it's not just me. It's happening to everybody right now. Like in hmm. some ways, that releases the pressure from you and be like, oh, okay, I thought it was just me. <laughs> yeah.
1: And just accepting to be ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. Accepting to be ourselves. That's uh yeah, that's that's the freeing ourselves from all this conditioning, societal conditioning that you know. Yeah. <laughs> mental slavery.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Being free, being ourselves.
0: Yeah, I think hmm. it, I think it was um, Bob Marley from Jamaica who said, free yourself from mental slavery for none that's but ourselves. Always, but that's, why. Mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I was referring to it, yeah. <laughs> right? Respect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: man. yeah, man. I love hmm.
0: it. I love it. Hmm.
1: And by the way, I would like to, yeah, I would like to say that Jamaica is not the country that uh, you can hear it as, like, it's a very loving, safe country compared to, like, what uh, yeah, some people are scared to come in Jamaica because it's so, yeah, Jamaicans are super cool, they're very welcoming, and the country is uh, pretty safe. I feel, I feel very safe here. Yeah. that. That's, that's interesting. A, that's a beautiful place for awakening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the tip of the spear. Like the the laws in Jamaica make it okay for for plant medicine and for medicine. Maybe you could talk about what's happening in Jamaica where you are and the psilocybin industry, and, and maybe you could speak to that a little bit. Well, wow.
1: <laughs> it's exploding. It's exploding there. You know, I'm I'm just. Uh, yeah, it's so very interesting that uh, saying that some people one year ago they were not even knowing what psilocybin is and now they they kind of expert <laughs> that uh, you know that there is like retreat popping up from here and there like so many retreat that everybody wants to you know that the oh, i don't know the name in in english the, the La Rue Verlo, I don't know that when, you know, when in America that they had gold, like everybody was coming to America to get gold. Yeah, Yeah, the gold rush, like, you know, this is the, this is, (laughs) I've been gold rush that, you know, that's what I see that, um, yeah. By the way, there is not such a thing as a psychedelic expert for me that doesn't exist that, you know that, uh, yeah, I like to say it that if you can't tell me what's going to happen in my next trip, that, you know, you can't be an expert, (laughs) so yeah, and that's 40 years that I'm taking psychedelics and I still don't have a clue about what's going to happen, like, you know so, there is not such a thing about psychedelic expert so um, yeah, it's exploding it's great that uh, I think that that psilocybin is very safe so that make it uh, not that bad that uh, everybody like can come and just like uh, make himself like a facilitator because it's a safe substance. Mm -hmm. So I, I also want to see it in a positive way So there is a lot of uh, people that offer now um, retreat that, uh, so that's great. So there is more space for, and one more time, it's the people that have to be conscious and careful that where you're going to go journey, with who you're going to go journey. You You need to be responsible of yourself. So there is good and bad facilitator. There is good and bad retreat. You know, that's, that's the responsibility of the people. Do you need to consciously choose the right people that, you know, ask questions? You know, how people work, like, you know, what their background, just like talk. I never going to journey with someone before knowing them. You know, they need to connect with me before. If I don't connect with the people that I'm gonna that that going to journey with me, that is not okay. They need to know. You need to know with who oh, you're gonna journey. You need to be for like uh, registering to like uh, a retreat or with a facilitator. You need to know them. This mm-hmm. is you know you're gonna be in a altered state of consciousness and a vulnerable position. Just yeah. like feel safe and. Oh, and choose decide. this is your responsibility so so yeah it's exploding here there is a there is a yeah that this this is a big industry and uh, and hopefully we going to all trying to keep it uh, safe as safe as possible and um and yeah and uh, i hope that you know how I want to be. I'm. i I'm, I'm in charge of the ethics here in Jamaica. I want to be. Uh, you know that that's important. That uh, that uh, people have ethics. That, you know, the uh, experience ethics. It's exploding everywhere. Not even here. That you know. I'm so surprised about the number of uh, psychedelic therapists of mm-hmm. uh, integration like you know, so, so now you can go online and have like a 3 month 6 months course and be a psychedelic expert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah, know totally. that like integration and and you know this is so so and and you know what Maybe someone that uh, have like a, a course three months course, six months course will be more helpful to someone else than somebody that a PhD and everything mm. that you know. So you know choose, choose the right yeah. person for you. that you know that, that's the only thing that I can say that you know be be, be smart. It's uh, exploding. and I believe that at the end, the best will stay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you know that uh, that's what I can say that you know there is no real competition in 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 in, in therapy. You yeah. need to find the right person for you that you think have the tools to help you. So, yes, there is on the side of the facilitator, the mm-hmm. therapist. There is ethics. There is uh, we we have to be responsible on our side, but. I'm warning and I'm saying to the public be mindful and choose like wisely and you have the right to ask questions you have the right to 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 know where 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 you're going with who and and you have to be responsible of your healing you are responsible of yourself and your healing you know that's the way to grow mm-hmm. you're not the, you can't be a victim of people you have to be responsible of your journey of your healing
0: yeah i love it i think it's fantastic and benedict this conversation has been wonderful i really enjoy talking to you and learning and 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 talking to someone who's had some really cool experiences and has a passion for helping people and but before i let you go where can people find you and what do you have coming up and what are you excited about
1: um so i've i've um I can see that uh, people are more and more journeying because it's legal now to journey in the United States. So this is a new thing that I offer to people, to offer them pre-session and information and risk reduction and offering them also integration session. And in the middle, they can like you know giving them a bit of guidance about that how like to be like in the best set and settings that um like maybe if they journey with people that they know that that uh, people that they feel safe with was a low dose and offering like pre-session and integration sessions. So this is something that I've come up because I think that's important to 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 include this in, in 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 a session. And not everybody can afford to come travel in Jamaica, you know. So that's that's uh, I, I thought of this, and some people also that they can facilitate. You know, some, uh, I I was speaking with uh, some green nurse, you know, they can facilitate, but they don't have the background and the therapy to, you know, so they know how to sit for people, they can be there. Um, But, you know, having the the, the therapy um, side that, you know, that they can offer also. So that's something that uh, I offer now. Um, Now I offer in Kingston also like one-on-one that, um, like, short, like, one session, people come for three days, and it's one-on-one, or for five days, um, for two session, and uh, and so that's, uh, you know, that's uh, more affordable, and after I have ever, a I ever retreat, I don't know if I can, like, say, I have a retreat that is open, like, from the two to the nine... Uh, December, uh, I do like um, retreats where we're not going to be like uh, much people because uh, it's uh, always like you know that works need to be done, so can't have too many people. Uh, There's going to be three session. It's going to be in Treasure Beach, and a nice place. Um, So. Yeah, so people can find me on. i um, I've got Instagram. I've got a website. I'm not too much like social media, like and all this. <laughs> I'm. I'm getting there, like you know. But but I love to talk. I love to yeah, like yeah, like if you're interested, connect with me. Contact me. I'm just like you know. I've uh, yeah, I, have to, um, I do. I do psychedelic therapy. That you know. I help people so the, like post journey. And, uh, yeah, I I don't know that, <laughs> yeah. I offer, yeah, I offer lots of different things. I like to do a la carte. I like to, you know, it's important to connect to the needs of people and to listen to their needs. They know better than than me what they need, you know. So listening, what do you want? What do you need? That You know, that's very important. As a Rogerian, like, you know, that... Uh, not being and on not to like guide too much people on what is like but you know that you know you know what's good for you. So helping to provide what's good for you. You know. I
0: love it. I I love I love the idea too that what you said earlier in the conversation about being the young person who was at the festivals and then find coming to the idea of like, okay, now it's my turn to help. Like, I, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of experience in there of being someone who needed the help and now being the person that provides the help. And like, I think that that is something that I identify with. And I know a lot of people do too. So for everyone listening to this, go down to the show notes. If you're curious, go and check her out, check out her links on Instagram and, and her page. And if you're curious, do your own research and find out the people that call to you and and, and do it responsibly and, and and try to become the best version of yourself. Cause I think when people begin becoming the best versions of themselves, the relationships get better, their life gets better and the sun just seems to shine a little bit brighter when that happens. So if you if, hang on, yeah, please.
1: Can I, can I just like, yeah, you know, of course. That, that just to advice for facilitator: practice, yeah. not doing. And you know, if, I was very blessed to be accepted, again, to be part of uh, this organization. Uh, it's called Cosmic Care at BOOM Festival this year. I'm very blessed to be, like, you know, be part of it and to serve. And you know, I like this word doula, doula, is mean like servant, mm-hmm. slave, and to be a servant to the mushroom and to serve. and. And when you're doing risk reduction it's very important you're serving and you're not doing therapy right and and you're very humble to just there not to want to change anything you just like practice not doing and and that's the best advice that i can share with like facilitator this is not your journey (laughs) Just like people don't need any guidance. They don't need anything. They just need a safe space. Practice not doing. Be present. Be there. Know how to hold an end or give a ug if it's needed. But practice not doing. It's not your journey. That's the people's journey.
0: (laughs) That's really well said. It's really well said. Well, Hang on for briefly afterwards. I'm going to talk to you briefly afterwards. But for all of our friends... (laughs) That's going to be our show for today. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a, I hope you learned as much as I did. And I hope you found the conversation as interesting as I did. And and I hope that uh, you have a beautiful day and a beautiful evening or morning whenever you listen to this. And that's all we got for today, ladies and gentlemen. Aloha. Thank you
1: very much. Yeah. Thank you for having me here. And uh, yeah, I've also wonderful day. And
0: Yeah. (laughs)